No ketchup. No ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. You see him in the box. Yes, sir. Friday. They done fired Jim Boylan. Finally. Them fired hot Jim hot Boylan. Hot the hey, man, I'm really happy that we, we delayed a couple hours today because we, we were able to receive that blessing. They done fired Jim Boylan. We're going to talk about... We have to talk about that just because we'll bring that up during NBA talk. But we're going to talk about the NCAA college football canceled. Uh, Emmerich came out, head of the NCAA, said there'll be no championships. We'll talk about that. Um, we'll talk about what the rest of the conferences are going to do. Big Ten, Pac-12 made it official. Big East is now out as well. Um, obviously, bubble ball. Dame Lillard locks up the eight, continues to go ballistic. Averaging more than 51 a night in the last three. It's an absolute treat to watch. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, people sneaking people into hotels. Um, <laughs> the, the, the NBA, now that the playoffs are coming in, are letting other folks in. So we'll talk NBA. We'll talk uh, the play-in. We'll talk all that. We'll close it out. I got some salutes to give out. Some people been going nuts. We got streaks ending, um, so we'll give some love. We'll show some love to those folks. Big Nick the Quick, how you living? Oh, I man. know you. I know you spending money over there, appliances, roof, a homeowner type shit. Man, it's a home improvement <laughs> summer, bro. Summer, summer of COVID is home improvement summer. Straight like that. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. it. It's uh. Shout out our boy uh, Sports and Shoes for putting that that question on Twitter too. Because yeah, once you once you start living on your own, there is random shit you don't even think costs money. I saw what you put about the the, the light yeah. panels and a little shit like that. <laughs> Incredible. The question for everybody listening was, what was what's something that you didn't know was expensive until you got older, you know, and started running a household? And people were chiming in all over the place. Uh, my biggest thing was I spent. I just got a place and I spent an obscene amount of money on new light switches and face cover plates for like outlets. I was outdone <laughs> by that shit. Um, it was incredible. Yeah. What was yours? What did I say? Oh, the door. Oh, like just a like door. This, just a door. Yeah. Like, the I mean, door. you know, it's going to be expensive because it's something that's attached <laughs> forever, but like, you don't understand the levels of just how expensive it's one of those things. After you purchase one, like right. you're looking at other people's doors, like damn buddy spit. 10 bands on that door <laughs> like <laughs> he really he really went all out doors and windows right. like and we had him look at the windows and it was like yeah forget about it like that's just like a, another mortgage type situation the paint all of that it's crazy it's crazy but yeah it was a good question um people let's jump into the ncaa before because I, I already know if i say boylan's name we're gonna go off we're gonna go off for at least 20 but let's jump into the ncaa it's not his fault though man We'll come back to it. <laughs> College ball, NCAA. Um, we talked about it right before it went 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 official the other day mm -hmm. on No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. Um, 
We said that the Big Ten was probably going to cancel. Pac-12 followed right after. Um, college football is a mess. Now Nebraska doesn't want to talk about leaving the, the, the Big Ten because they started hearing that, that – they started getting that heat for like, yo, you're you're biting the, the hand that feeds you right and, now. And the $51 million that they – I didn't realize they got $51 million by being in the Big Ten. Like, hey, these ain't the Tommy Frazier, Eric Crouch days. Like, you should go ahead and take that check and keep it moving. So they pulled back on that, obviously. Of course. Um, I know I was stumbling a little bit on the last episode about, you know, them being in the Big 12, but what I was trying to get across was y'all made a big stink about how the Big 12 is this, Big 12 ain't that, got out of the Big 12 to come to the Big 10. Now you've been eating good. And and by the way, your team has been trash. They're doormats. Yeah, they're not even good. They've added nothing to the Big 10 at all. Not Nothing. Right. No, nothing. By, by the way, your team is trash. And as soon as we come up on some issues where we can't play, which is the right decision, by the way, mm-hmm. you guys talking, you guys are shopping your football program to play somewhere else and do who, who you're going to make your own schedule and do all this other shit. That was what my, my big thing about the Nebraska thing. Y'all made a big stink about getting out the Big 12. You get to the Big 10, y'all are eating over here and y'all are garbage. Right. And well, now. Uh, so uh, uh, some hiccups come up, and and you're you're looking to move and play football against other squads. I'm not here for that. And I was listening on the radio. Also, they can't if they were to do that, they couldn't negotiate a TV deal because their TV rights are bundled into the Big Ten's TV rights. So they don't have the right to negotiate a TV deal. So it's like, hey, yeah, you can go play football, but you're not going to have a TV contract. You're not going to be able to do fans. So where are you going to get your revenue from? Again, go ahead. Be happy that you're getting $51 million that you don't deserve off the Big Ten. I couldn't tell you the last time Nebraska was relevant. It was probably when they were running the option, you know what I mean, <laughs> which has been 20 years. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, and, and basketball-wise, I, I I could not tell you. Honestly, we watch hoops all day, every day. I could not name you one baller from Nebraska. And I don't know if I could if there's another Power Five conference that I could say that about or school that I could say that about. I cannot name one dude that play hoops in Nebraska. So let's we could leave that there, but – Come on, man. Can you? No. What? A, a Husker? Do they even have a basketball team? Uh, could I so, name a, co- a college basketball player on Nebraska? No, 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 no. I'm talking about an uh, NBA player, somebody who oh, went to Nebraska. Oh, no. I'm sure someone will chime in, but, like, I can't. No. So you so, you don't have a lot of prestige or all. Like, you're, you're really banking off those years in the 80s and the early 90s when you were good to say, Frazier we're going to take days. our thing. Yeah, Tommy Frazier, Eric Crouch. Eric Crouch. Come Bye. On. Get out of here. Lawrence, uh, what was the name? Lawrence, whatever his name, Phillips. Lawrence Phillips. And Dominican Sue. Dominican Sue. Like, come on. So uh I got a clip I'm gonna play from uh Emirate who runs the NCAA, and then we'll uh we'll get some takes on that. Oh, is it Martin Bailey? cannot now uh at this point have fall NCAA championships because there's not enough schools participating. Uh, the board also established, uh, Board of Governors also said, look, if you don't have half of the schools playing a sport, you can't have a legitimate championship. So we can't in any Division I uh, NCAA championship sport now, which is everything other than FBS football that goes on in the fall. So sadly, tragically, that's going to be the case this fall, you know, full stop. Uh, look. <laughs> Oh, no, go ahead, man. I look, got, look, oh, my I, God. Let I, me I load up. You, I cut you off before the Barnum and Bailey. But, yeah, it's a clown show over there. 
That, that is, oh my God. The first thing, before I let you go, I'm going to let you go on the, the, the tirade, but the first thing I thought of was when he brought up the board of governors was like, this dude, what does this guy do? He's just like, I've never heard him say, me, us, we messed up, this, that, and the third. This is our decision. Well, you know, the board of governors, if 50% do this, we got to do that. So, you know, it's Listen. like, do y'all do anything? Yeah, they do one thing. They do one thing. <laughs> they count the fucking money. Like, That's it. For real. You know what he just said, right? This is what I took from it. First off, you were going to cancel all of that shit anyways, right? Now you just don't have to explain why you made that decision. It's like, oh, it's out of our hands. These conferences, they went ahead and decided they don't want to play. So hey, we're just we're just a little old NCAA. We're just a we're just a house for all of these things, That's right? We're just, a, we're just a building where everybody else has their own little offices and does shit. But now that they've went ahead and God decided to cancel, we have no choice. It's in our bylaws. Hey, I'm sorry. We, we, we no responsibility. I've never seen an organization that takes responsibility and doesn't take responsibility more than when they pick and choose more than the NCAA. It's, they are, they are disgusting people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, truly, it's truly incredible, bro. Incredible. He literally said, it's not on us. Hey, sorry. Hey, you guys are mad about to get canceled. It's not no, our fault. We can't. Of, no, no playoff. Board of directors made the decision yeah. and out of my hands, it's out of my hands. I wish it wasn't like this, but it is. So, you know, but like, yeah. God you know, forbid something happens with a player and eligibility, then they got yeah, they got big, big, oh, big comments, big, balls. big, big everything. They hey. ready to talk about it through and through. Don't let Peter Warwick get free fucking groceries at Publix in Florida because he might, you know what I'm saying, get suspended. Right. Come on, man. Stop. They got, I don't even want to hear about it. They got big decisions. They are they are all awful. Awful. I've never seen it. I couldn't believe he said that. Hey, it's not a fifty percent. Hey, we're done. Decision's easy. Look, look, look man. Oh, come board on. Of directors. It's first time I've seen his ass in a while, too. Yeah, yeah. He's been chilling. What you mean? Well, he's, he's, he's still he's counting. Been with money. Jerry, he's been with Jerry Jones. It takes a long time to count. Like, all all that man, hold on. Uh, <laughs> and I'm still spending money from '88. That's what he's telling you. He said, he's still spending '92 NCAA uh, tourney money. Oh, I'm supposed to spend a Rashawn Salam bread, man. I ain't even <laughs> read you much yet. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, on the phone. Uh, so that is a complete mess. Um, I want to touch on Notre Dame. I remember it was a big talking point about Notre Dame and if they should ever join a conference and if they should, you know, would that impede on, you know, maybe recruiting or national championship hopes? Why, like, this is a, such a perfect example of why you're not, if you're Notre Dame, you should never join a conference. You literally have all the perks of being in a massive conference and don't have to listen or you could do whatever you want. Whatever they want to. And you got a TV deal. You get the TV deal with NBC. <clears throat> you get national. Like, if you're, if Notre Dame goes undefeated, they're a national championship. Yeah. Look, that there's there's not there's no discussion about that. If they're having a good year, they're in front of they're on TV and they will be the top five team ranked nationally. So doesn't they have they, they have they, they have that going for them. The the and they and oh by the way, they get to make their own schedule. Like 
why would you ever want to be if you're Notre Dame, you should never join a conference. Why would you? And um it's and insane. What are your thoughts on them now playing in the ACC? Yeah, that's a great move because it allows them to do something like that. They know the ACC, if, if there's going to be conferences that are going to play, it's either going to be the ACC or the SEC. You certainly don't want to jump into the SEC and <laughs> right. all over there. So in the ACC, you got to worry about Clemson, a little bit about Florida State, whatever. But other than that, I mean, it's it's a smooth conference to play in, Power Five conference that's, that's going to get you where you want to go. It's a perfect deal. And to your point, yeah, if you're Notre Dame, yeah, you have there's no advantage to join a conference because you can do something like this. You're not you're not beholden to those conference rules. You're not like Nebraska trying to go do your own thing. You're independent. You do what you want to. If they, Notre Dame decides they don't want to play, they cannot play. If they don't want to do the ACC thing, they can go hop around and do something else. It's it's a great deal for them. Plus, you don't have to. And if you're Notre Dame and you're a high revenue school like that, as far as on the football side is, you don't want to share money with any of these small schools. You know, you think Ohio State's like sharing money with Rutgers? Nebraska? You know what I mean? Like Ohio State's like, yo, we make the money in this conference. Michigan's like, we make the money in this conference. We don't want to share any of it. So, yeah, it's a great deal for Notre Dame. Yeah, go play in the ACC. Don't go play in the SEC. You can go play on the other side of the SEC with like Tennessee and them boys, but don't No, don't you, don't, no you don't even want to do yeah, that. Like SEC Florida on that side, right? Or... Is that the, look, bro. As the, I, I, the Vanderbilt side is your safest bet, but either way, you don't. You're still running the, the gauntlet. Yeah, bro. You don't want to. I'll play in Conference gonna, USA. At at the end of the day, you are gonna have to be go down to the George, uh to the Superdome and play the SEC championship, and the, the dude on the other side is somebody you don't want to see. You saw what happened last time you played Alabama, right? So, nah, that's no. Nah, we're not no. Yeah, go play in the ACC, man. <laughs> With all the basketball schools. So. That's a whole mess. I think it's interesting how people are navigating this. I um, the SEC is gonna, I dude, they're gonna play. Yeah. And if there's no championship available, whatever, we'll play for the SEC. The SEC title will be the national championship that year. Let um, me let me tell you something. Like, I, and and you're 100 right. So like, I drive a lot for work, right? And like, my new thing is listening to the Paul Feinbaum show. Yeah, and you I like Feinbaum. I don't. I don't like it. It's just entertaining. It's, uh, it's just. It's like. It's just entertaining because it's just callers for like two, three hours. Those boys are playing football. They don't care. Those boys are playing football. They're acting as if they're playing football. They're laughing at the Big Ten. They're laughing at the Pac-12. They're saying it didn't matter. You weren't going to be there anyways. I didn't realize they gave the stat that um, every school outside of the ACC and the SEC is zero and nine in the college playoff over the last five years. Over the last five years. Yeah. So that would have been since uh Florida State won it. It's only been it's only been ACC and uh SEC. Oh, teams. are you talking about in the championship? And the Big or 12. The Sorry, and the Big 12. Yeah. Are you talking about in the championship or the yeah. just the four? In the playoff. Okay, word. Has Ohio State won a playoff game over the last four five years? No, I don't know. I, I'd have to pull it up. I can't remember. I mean, it's been but... Clemson and Alabama in the championship for the last five years. And then before that it was Florida State and uh who did Florida State beat? Either way, bro, I understand what they're saying. Like y'all not relevant y'all, anyways. Y'all can't compete with us no way, yeah. so we don't worry about it. Yeah. Throw in Clemson and three SEC teams to keep it moving. <laughs> Maybe Oklahoma. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Let's move over to these hoops because 
A lot of bubble drunks out there. It's a lot of talk. Oh yeah, we uh, uh, we gonna talk about it. Bubble drunks. Y'all need to stop drinking the bubble cooler. We, <laughs> we gonna talk about it. We gotta break down uh, the Blazers. I want to touch on your tweet with the Lakers take. <clears throat> uh, you want to talk about Giannis? I think that's interesting, and then we'll we'll spend some time on the guest list. Um, let's start. First off, let's let's just let's just start with this guy. Six of nine. Oh my Look goodness! Look at this shot by oh my goodness. Oh. That was from the Woo. NBA load. Hold on, bro. You see, hold on, dog. Six of nine. Oh my Look goodness! Look at this shot by oh my goodness. Oh. That was from the Woo. NBA load. Six of nine. Oh my Look goodness! Look at this shot by. <laughs> From the hey. Yo, hey. Look, look. And he stepped up into it with confidence. Like, it wasn't even a thought. The biggest, I we were tweeting, or we were texting last night in the group chat. My man is, you know how somebody pull up for a deep jumper and you exaggerate, like he's shooting 37 footers? Literally. Like, this guy is legitimately shooting 37 foot jumpers. And the biggest thing to notice for me is, his mechanics don't waver at all. It, no. He shoots the 37-footer like he shoots the 25-footer. It's not it's, like a heave. It's a it's No, a it's shot. a pure jump shot pull-up. It's uh, it's impressive, man. You you just – I mean, we know by now he's practicing that shot. Yeah, of course. This is, this is not a fluke. The man is truly unconscious. Um, And I want to say this as well. I know I slandered the play-in because I thought it will Well, I mean, I still stand on that. It was very unfair that the Grizzlies had to deal with this a play-in game. Like, it, it's, it's unfair to them, to the person that was in the eight seed. It's unfair <clears throat> that, oh, you, you just slide in a play-in game and now it's a completely different structure than it used to be. So I still agree with that. I still think it's unfair. Now I will say this. It absolutely saved the last week of basketball. Without a doubt. If we didn't have this playoff on the play-in format this past 10 days, this basketball would have been wild suspect. It would have been unnecessary almost. Yeah. So the play-in, I I mean, I trust that Adam Silver kind of saw this coming. Like, okay, obviously the Clippers are going to rest Kawhi. LeBron's probably going to take a couple of days off. Giannis may take a couple of days off. A lot of these games are going to be kind of blah. Let me put this little playing format in so we could get some real basketball with something on the line and that people can, can latch onto and plug in with. And it was set up for the Western Conference, too. It's also like, hey, let's keep all these. Because there's a lot of stars on the outside in the Western, whether it's Dame Lillard on Portland, book on phoenix obviously zion with the pelicans like he wants those guys to still be intriguing that last week and have those guys you want to watch i thought it was brilliant man i mean and also for me i don't think that memphis should have been able to come into the bubble play as shitty as they did when they started and not feel any pressure so i end up liking it they need to feel that pressure they did not come in there like a team who was trying to hold on to that AC. We talked about that their first few games. So well, listen, what, what, you said they gave up 140 on, to 140 to the Kings. Well, <laughs> yeah, the Pelicans, like, maybe that was the Pelicans that did. One of they, them did. But like, they were they they had a couple of games where they were giving up crazy digits. Yeah, was, so they shouldn't just be able to waltz into the playoff because the season ended with 16 games left. I mean, 
That, that I, I, I liked it. I, I liked that it kept it interesting. If not, why bring in Phoenix and all those guys? Why even have it then? If I'm Phoenix, I'm like, I'm not showing up at the play if that shit doesn't mean anything. Or if I don't have a chance. I mean, Phoenix, yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, I saw a tweet that I thought was interesting. I think it was from King Josiah. Uh, maybe, big, maybe, big maybe, maybe just the best follow on Twitter right now. Yeah. Just on point right after something happens with, with the with the with the, with the, the video, meme, the video. Yeah. just got him queued up. He said, I don't understand why you would invite a team like the Suns down. They literally win every single game they play <laughs> and they still can't get in. <laughs> so it's like, what what is what why are we here? And I get it, you know, it's not specifically you know about the bubble it's not a bubble tournament it wraps into you know the earlier season record in the regular season um but i thought it was an interesting take that yo you, they literally won every single game and they couldn't get it so yeah. like what what more do you want us to do to try to get in this so-called playing i understand it'd be tough to you know determine what every team was going to do like if the Blazers go six and two and the Suns go eight and no and the Memphis does this or that, then they can't get in if they go eight and no. So it's hard to do. But I thought that was an interesting take. I mean, inevitably someone's feelings were gonna get hurt. Right. It just it just so happened that you had three teams, you know, finish with that record. And, you know, to your point yesterday, wait, the Blazers ended up playing. I thought the unfair shit was the Blazers ended up getting like two extra games to get to 35 wins. Yo, what, everybody what else was that about? I didn't realize that because some of those guys, yeah, one team was three games. I think the Spurs had three less games than the Blazers. Yeah, so I didn't really understand that. I think I'm missing something there. I think we have to be. There's no other explanation on why they would play more yeah, games. Because if I'm pop, I'm like, wait, hold on, we we can't get to yeah. 35. <laughs> you know what I'm right. right. So why are we here? Yeah, so I I don't know. Like hey. I under, I understand y'all want Portland in the game, but damn, y'all can't give them three more chances. Let me ask you a question: If you're a member of the the Spurs, the Suns, did you immediately go to your room after the game, pack and hop on the first whatever you can out the bubble? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hey, I, I'm good. I'm not sitting around with no team dinner. No, no I'm oh, out. Oh my god! Immediately. Things to do like now today that I need to take care. Of. <laughs> Listen, if I'm on the Spurs, when Phoenix won and the Grizzlies won, I'm out. Yeah, out. Like Greg, uh, thank you, uh, Rudy Gay, Demar Derozan. Demar's on the first flight to LA already. Yeah, he's already he's already back in SoCal. Big chill. Like what? Um, yeah. I I can't wait to get out of there. And that's what I was saying when I hit you guys in the group message. We were talking about, you know, the game. I'm looking at this Utah number, and I can't make sense of plus eight and a half. And I get that none of their guys were playing, but San Antonio, that's got to be a gut punch, bro. Like, how, how you expect us to come out and run full go knowing we have zero chance to make the playoff? Like, and we're nah, all thinking man. about getting the hell out of here and, like, how how badly we want to get back to our regular life, you know, see our lady. Like, there's just so much, your kids, your whole situation. It's like, yeah, get me out of here. I've been here for get, a month. It's time to get go. Get me out of here. And yeah. Utah, on the flip side, has to stay anyway because they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Worth your time, yeah. Forget about, like, the, the eight and a half. Like, we were talking about taking the Jazz to win. Yeah. Like then you want to give us eight and a half. I, I got gun shy. I didn't take it, but that was uh what was the score of the game? 
I think Utah ended up winning by like five or six points, yeah. but they were up massive. You know, Pop, Pop was really going to be Pop was probably going to be playing the fucking ball boy, right? You know what I mean, like, yeah, go ahead, go Just run. It's <laughs> <laughs> got a quick first step. So, any more thoughts on Dame, dude? He's averaging fifty-one point three points in his last three. Yeah, he's dishing the ball. Um, hold on, actually, I want to put this up, and we could talk about this. I'll put both of these up. Love Dame. This is Nick the Quick at N Harvey 1086. You got to change your at to something quick, by the way. I don't know why you haven't done that yet. But anyway, Nick says, I love Dame, but it's sad to see him have a have to battle it out there against the Nets at the 11th hour for a playoff spot. Explain that. Yeah, it was just like at certain times in that fourth quarter, like you're watching Dame launch threes, going against a box in one, literally, you know, getting picked up at half court by three guys. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> man, against a Nets team that's full of, you know, okay, Levert's a legitimate baller, Jared Allen, uh, Joe Harris, but Tyler Johnson was at the crib two weeks ago. You know, I think he got signed because he was already in Florida. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's for signing guys that couldn't even make it. You know what I mean? They signed Beasley. He didn't even get there before he caught the Rona. So it's just like against this this scrappy ass Nets team that you know is already in the playoffs, really has nothing to lose, but is is trying to play the role of spoiler. And it's just means so much to Dame Lillard. And it's just like man, like it's sad. It's just like this is kind of like off this to get pummeled by the Lakers. And I don't even want to hear it. Like I've heard some some crazy talk about what the Blazers might do. And I'm sure Stop we're going to talk about that. But it, 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 I, I, you talked about in the group text too. There was at one point in the fourth quarter where I saw four straight possessions in transition where a Nets uh, player was literally able to just run down the lane and put in an easy layup. And it's not even like there was nobody there. It was just like a turnstile. Like guys were just running free to the lane. I, every game I've watched with Portland, there's been 75 points Scored the minutes at the half. Same thing with Dallas. Um, and it was just like, it's just like, man, like I feel Dame like he's such a competitor. Like he goes so hard. You want to see this dude in the playoffs, but it's just almost like sad. It wasn't like some heroic thing. It's almost like tragic. Like, damn, this is what you got to do to get in the playoffs. And then if I'm yeah. CJ McCollum, it's like, I thought I was a good player. Y'all are playing a boxing one. <laughs> just letting me run free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just letting me run free. And I can't buy a bucket till that last mid range. Like, so it's just sad for Dame, man. And I don't know if I want to, like, normally I'm the type of person where, like, I put that on the star player, like, see Devin Booker. Um, like, yo, you need to be in a better position than that. And I've been saying, like, Portland has not been good all year. So they don't deserve to have been in this spot um, like that. I guess they, they balled out when they got to the bubble. But it's almost like, man, they like, a little healthier. they got healthy and they got their bigs back. And I get it. And Melo started playing in stride and all that. But it's just like, at one, it wasn't like I was, like, inspired by watching Dame Lillard. I was more like like sad. And like to think if they lose after this, it's like, man, all that he was talking and put the respect on my name. It's like, bro, you will be forever clowned if you couldn't beat the Nets on this last day to, to stay in the bubble. Cause you oh. really wasted your time. Like you and he'll feel it. Like he'll he's one of those dudes, you know, he takes this shit seriously, right? Like and he wears it on his sleeve. So it was just sad, bro. Like I felt like I don't know. It's hard to describe. Yeah. No, it's um <laughs> It's one of those like hopeless situations. Like you see the guy sn scratching and clawing, but it's like at the end of the tunnel, as 
It's an L coming regardless. Big L. Like, dumb yeah, L. Dumb like, L coming. What are these folks talking about? Like they're going to – someone said it's going to go six or seven, and I'm like, my guy, it's going to go two. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Have you watched Portland play defense? Yeah, like, bro. It's, it's not even it's, like they're a bad defensive team. They are a truly awful defensive – like they are one of the worst defensive teams I've ever – they don't have a defender on the roster. Yeah, they're really, really, really bad. And really like you said, bad. Brooklyn was getting rebounds for hey, and I'm not talking about like scrum rebounds. I'm talking about like a long jump shot, back iron, easy offensive boards. No, no, but I, well, oh. we went well, but outside outside of the offensive boards, they're clearing the defensive boards. Four or five dribbles in a straight line and laying it up. No Unreal. transition, like no nothing, no stopping the ball, no no worries even, whatsoever. Even Joe Harris was doing it. He's a shooter. Like it's one thing for Karis Levert who goes to the cup hard, but like Joe Harris, Tyler Johnson getting easy looks, like Jared Allen grabbing offensive boards, two three offensive boards in the same possession. Like I think he had like six offensive boards in the fourth quarter. Or something he had crazy. six offensive boards off one miss. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> their, their defense was so bad. And I, I promise you, every game I'm watching of theirs and Dallas, look, please, I, I love Luka. It's great, but they're not a threat because you cannot stop anybody. You cannot give up 75 points routinely in the NBA. You can't give up 35 points a quarter in the association. And that was against the Nets. What do you think Braun and AD are going to do? They're going to pick and roll them to death. Nurkic? Look, great, good on offense, love his style. You know, like you were talking about his taper hairline, great, love it. Taper, Got, crazy. Taper game, crazy. Like, no, uh, shout out to Barber. The barber in the bubble, like, I need to find that man. But in the pick and roll, was getting lost. He's lost. Not a defensive player at all. So what is the AD and Braun pick and roll going to look like? Come on, man. That's the most dangerous pick and roll in the league. So stop it. They're, they're going to get – they might win one. Maybe if they were in Portland, they definitely win one. I don't know. In the bubble, I don't. They don't have what they need, and they don't. They're not playing over there in the Moda Center and getting all that that love. Um, so I, I, they're gonna get swept. Dallas. Who does Dallas play? Houston. They're gonna get fucking swept. No, no. The Thunder play Houston. Who's Dallas play? Um, I could look it up real quick. Does Dallas play the Clippers? Right. Let's see. But either way, hundred percent. I know exactly what you're saying. I look this up. It's um. You would hey, think Carlisle would like put a stop to this. Do like do something. I don't know, man. But it's just like it's it's also a mix of just how the league is now. Um, Dallas is playing the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, stop it. I don't want to hear it. it. Forget about it. They're gonna throw the Luca. I'm gonna throw the, the the Kawhi and Paul George clamps on Luca, and that team just just doesn't play deep. I would love to see. I'm gonna be looking intently on the possessions. That Luca sees Kawhi. I, I think that's a really interesting matchup. Obviously, wait, do the playoffs um, start to? No, not tomorrow. Uh tomorrow. Yeah, Saturday. Um, but yeah, okay. Let's talk about and this. This is one of your uh, your other tweets <laughs> while we get into the Lakers. Nick the Quick at and Harvey ten eighty six, and I quote: "The hot takes have been." That have been formed after the bubble, after the eight bubble games are getting out of control. TJ Warren, the MVP, book is Kobe like. The Lakers are done. Y'all need to quit. Please expand, sir. Madness, man. Like a lot of, I call it bubble drunk. 
You know, I mean, I know, I know, not <laughs> a bubble drug. You were bubble drug last week talking about nah, TJ Warren. Hold, hold on, talk about TJ Warren, the centerpiece, as if this man hasn't been in the league for seven fucking years, putting up scoring numbers, but he averages twenty points and one assist. So I can tell you about guys that average twenty points and one assist, and what they do to your ball club, and it's not anything good. Uh, <laughs> Devin, even, even Levine goes for more than one. That's what I'm trying to tell you, and he's considered a ball pounder, like literally. Um, plants the ball into the court. So fucking uh, the Devin Booker takes, like, look, I get it, man. He came in the bubble and balled out. I've seen a lot. I, I I am the biggest Devin Booker hater. I love that he came in there and won eight games in a stress-free environment, but he's Amy, not. But off his leg. Gee, he made him dance, didn't he? Watch this. Dance, dance for me. Oh, dance. See, that was a good move. <laughs> Listen though, but, but, run that. Is, is, this say, is, this, is this new? Because what if your biggest takeaway is oh Devin Booker's really good? It's like, yeah, he's been putting up numbers, but like people talking about he's got a Kobe mentality, and his first step is Kobe. Like, I saw that on Twitter from someone I respect, and I'm like, come on, man, like this is getting out of hand. And then the Lakers show up to the bubble, don't look as good. Bron looks kind of rusty, they've lost some games, whatever. And people are like, oh, man, they're, they're, they're right for the picking. They're going to lose in the second round. They might have some trouble with Portland, who is a fucking pasta strainer on defense. Like, stop it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? I don't, like, don't want to hear it. The takes are absurd after eight games. I think as we've been so long since we've seen, like, live ball, we've been waiting to get these takes off a lot of people, and they're getting crazy. I will tell you this, bro. I will go as far as to say this. I have not learned anything in the bubble. I knew Dame was a gamer. I knew TJ Warren could score points. I learned that the Suns can win eight in a row. That's that's new for sure. Um, but there's not too much that I'm after these eight games where I'm like, wow, this changes my opinion on this. You knew some dudes were going to show up in a pressure-free environment. You knew you take the, the fucking roles and responsibilities and day-to-day struggles of being an NBA player out of their life and put them in a controlled, simulated environment, yeah, some of these dudes might go for 53, right? But that that that's not telling me anything long-term. I'm not ready to say the Phoenix Suns are the eighth seed in the West next year. I'm not ready to say that TJ Warren can be the second or third best player on your team. Oh, stop. I'm not worried about the Los Bro, Angeles Lakers. Stop with this TJ Warren can't be the third he best player on your be- team. What are you talking about? Where because of eight games in the bubble because he's he, putting up some numbers? He can't be the third best player on your team. I, I would I'm not gonna feel great. Like, yeah, I got, on, I got I got stud number one, stud number two, and TJ Warren. I think you feel very good about that if you have two studs, two Rudy superstar Gay. guys. Hey, he's Rudy Gay. He's Rudy Gay. He's yeah, Rudy Gay. It's not a bad comparison. You put 25-year-old Rudy Gay in the bubble with no distraction. No, no chicks on his line. Like, come on, stop. He might give you fifty three off frustration. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only release the cats are getting right now. Stop playing. You know, you know the life is stressful, bro. You take away the stress, and these cats look at Mellow out there, looking like a new man. I've been trying. To, I said it when Mellow went in there. This is the best thing that ever happened to Mellow. Mellow should be in a bubble eleven months out the year. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So, like, stop. I'm not. I'm happy for TJ Warren, man. But if you were to tell me, oh, man, TJ Warren's a bucket, it's like I already knew this. He averages one assist. You don't, unless you are an <laughs> elite scorer, yeah. you cannot get by averaging one assist a game. 
I don't know how you can say a guy didn't show you something in the bubble when he's he's he was pouring in 37, 38 a night. He'd never done that over a stretch like that before. If he had so, done it outside the bubble, would you be saying if he if we had an eight game yeah, stretch of course. in December and he averaged 30 points? So so okay, so when Miritich was remember when Miritich was averaging 30 a game and that shooting like 60% from the field, did he show you something? <laughs> <laughs> You saw you're a believer now. Are you ready to buy stock on Miritich Island? Like uh, TJ Warren has been in the league. A matter of fact, TJ Warren and Devin Booker have been on the same team, averaged 45 points a game combined, and won 23 ball games. You are who you are. You were who you were before you got there. And you, will be, <laughs> you will be who you were when you leave. <laughs> you understand me? Okay, bro. I'm gonna tell you this. I I'll I I won't, I won't, we could talk about this all day. I'll say this. TJ Warren showed me some things that he didn't show me before. I would take him as a third option all day long and twice on Sunday. I'd trade the shit out of him if I was the Pacers right now. Um, Devin Booker. Devin Phoenix. I didn't learn too much because I've been, I've been, I've been on the Devin Booker train for a minute. Um, winning eight in a row is impressive. Um, Dame Lillard has always been a bucket. But to close it, I don't look at the games that the Lakers play against the Kings or I'm looking at the Laker games that they play against the big dogs like the Clippers when they're really trying. And the Clippers are missing a bunch of people and they still had a fucking hell of a time. And AD had to go for 40, I think it was like 43 or 44. And LeBron had to score at the buzzer for them to get a win. And they're missing 40 points off the bench, the Clippers are. And Montrez Harrell and Mo, uh, and uh, Lou Will. So that that's what I'm talking about. So is there a little concern for the Lakers? I mean, I, not, I, I said it officially. I'm off them to win the title. Um, but it'll be interesting. They still got the best two players. Or two of the best three in, the, in in that series, they have two of the best three players. You go Bron, you go Kawhi, you go AD, and you go Paul jo- Paul George. Is, yeah, but okay. Bron sidekick is is infinitely better than okay. Kawhi let me sidekick. then but, let me uh, deeper. Okay, let me say this: You say they have two of the the top three players in that series. The next four are on the Clippers, though. <clears throat> So, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, literally the next four players after that are on the Clippers. I'm not – it's just hard for me to count out LeBron, man. I'm not counting him out. I'm not saying they're going to get steamrolled, but it's going to be – it's going to be tough. And I think that's what people are expressing. Like, it's going to be – I know they're the one seed, but it's going to be it's going to be tough. So, I would say this. The only the, – the big thing is there's two players in this series that can ha- that have dealt with the pressure, and that's Kawhi and LeBron. How everybody else responds is a complete wild card. How Paul George responds, how AD responds. Uh, Danny Green got the experience, too. Don't sleep on Danny Green. He's available for the championship. He gets so many open looks, so he better fucking knock these down. That's what he does for a living. Well, that's what I'm saying. Great. Good for him. The Green green family is great. It's going to be generationally set because of Danny's ability to do that. That is a 3 and D player. That's a 3 and D player. Yeah, not fucking Jay Crowder, Danny Green. Danny Green is a real. <laughs> I'm passionate. It's afternoon, it's middle afternoon joints get me fired up. Danny Green is a true three and D. Um, let's move and close out this uh 
this NBA talk with Giannis Antetokounmpo. He head he head, he's headbutting Mo Wagner, which is I thought was uh, the fact that he Mo Wagner could even get him that upset is is made me that was a head scratcher for me. Um, but one of the key things you brought up was where are his teammates? Why would it ever get to that? There was another spot earlier in the bubble where he took a hard foul from Dante Hall. And no not, one not this Dante Hall either. <laughs> and nobody did anything. Unbelievable. So the question is, and I'll let you expand on it because you, you laid it out, but I agree with you. He should be dealing with none of this. Zero. Zero. There should never be in a situation. So, like, I, I, look at hockey, right? Like, hockey's like the prime example. You literally have guys whose job it is, like, if Patrick Kane's going to get in a tussle, to come on the ice and make sure that that doesn't happen or to handle whoever was tussling with Patrick Kane, right? It's their version of a guy with six fouls to give, right? So, when I saw that first clip of Giannis scrapping with a G-leaguer, now, think of the mentality of a G-leaguer. My man has nothing to lose, bro. Like, this is – he's in the bubble. He's having a good time. He's going toe-to-toe with Giannis. Like, of course, he's going to try to take his shot. Why is Giannis in a situation where, A, he's responding to this dude, right, and, B, his teammates aren't there all over this dude's ass? Like, y'all have locked up. You can – if you're one of his teammates, you can lose two games real quick if you got to defending Giannis or whatever it is, right? What? Why is Boozenholder not putting in his Ilyasovas – his uh, Brooke or Robin Lopez is like those guys whose job it is to come in there and, and play in the mud. Set like, shit I straight. Set shit straight. You do not. That is the franchise. He needs to be protected. It's the Further, city. It's the city, man. Like every, <laughs> every one of his teammates, it doesn't matter. If I'm Chris Middleton, who still owes Giannis half, by the way, I don't care if you're <laughs> 30 million a year. You need to be up in there like, yo, that's my ticket. Chill. Like, and I thought that it's crazy that he was able to get in that first altercation. I think it's crazy that he's up over here headbutting people and even getting that mad or that ticked off during the game. And like, just someone needs to be there to be that person that is able to have that Giannis energy kind of channeled through them. And I just think it's crazy that his teammates aren't, aren't the four other players. I know you can't come off the bench, but those four other dudes that are there, that are watching him get in a scuffle and not doing shit about it. Like not zero chance, bro. Like zero chance. It it should almost be. They should be three, four, five steps in front of Giannis before he even gets close to Mo Wagner. Facts. Like that, I, I know it's hard to read people in situations, but that's two times in the bubble just by itself where it was kind of like, yo, why is he dealing with this by himself at all? And that may be some old school mentality, NBA mentality type stuff, but at the end of the day, he should never – Giannis, the only time he should be pressed is when he's on offense with the ball trying to get a basket. Facts. Or, or if he's trying to defend the rim. There should never be a case where, like, he's arguing with pl- other players on the team. Dante Hall? These aren't even factors. Exactly. And, and he, now other teams see that. They're like, oh, we can get under his skin. He's he's vulnerable like that? Okay. 100%. I agree with you through and through. So that'll be something to keep an eye on. That man, like you, yeah, it's just like you didn't see Kobe. Uh, one time you saw Kobe fight, he got touched, and that was it. <laughs> it's Chris Childs, yeah. so like you don't, you don't, yeah. There's just, I think, I thought when I saw that, I, I'm, I'm crazy that more of a deal wasn't made of the fact that Giannis is 
actually go, going into a full altercation and teammates aren't in there sacrificing themselves for it because it just can't happen. And you can't have them getting suspended either. Like, if that shit happens in the playoffs, you saw what happened with Draymond. I'm telling you, right. people see that, they know, hey, we, we pick him pro Giannis, he's going to re- respond. That's a good point. Like, we're, we could we could get under his skin and no one's going to come help him. So, Marcus Smart? So, is that, like you said, Robin Lopez isn't going to get suspended. Giannis is going to get suspended. Yeah. Owen Lopez and Ilya Silva and be like, have at it, man. Like, this is why you're here. For you, don't sure. shoot, you don't shoot threes. For, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. All right. Let's move over to the guest list. This is where things get interesting. Mm. If you make it to the second round of the playoffs, you start getting access to your family and close friends. Close friends get access to the bubble. Here are the this is uh, some quotes from ESPN.com, the article. And I quote those without in a okay, so before I get into that, actually, currently it's you know, family members uh and people you have a close pre-existing relationship with. You're allowed uh family members to come in, you get tickets to the game, they have to quarantine for seven days prior. Um, this is before, after round one. Right. This is yeah. after round one of the NBA playoffs. So they they have the rooms booked already for the family members to come in. It's all settled. Um, there's, of course, the gray area of what does a pre-existing relationship mean? Does that mean I, 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 sm- I knocked it down one time? Or <laughs> I, we talk on the phone sometimes, we text, like, I'm in your DM. What does that mean? So they were, giving some, they were trying to give some details on that. Uh, and I quote, those without an, estab- an established pre-existing personal and known relationship won't be allowed in the bubble where each second round playoff team has been allowed, has been allocated 17 hotel rooms for guests. The earlier guests could get there is uh, August 31st, according to the memo. As one general manager told ESPN, the issue of casual acquaintances could create problems within your team and maybe someone else's too. <laughs> <laughs> and has been a significant topic of discussion among organizations hoping to minimize internal drama as the playoffs unfold. Where's the lie? Where's Uh, the lie? Zero lies told, bro. Like, he hit it right on. Y'all don't want such and such to bring his chick in the bubble. We find out that's also such and such's chick. (laughs) All three of them together, and it might create some internal friction. It's funny because <laughs> he he could pass that off as talking about like COVID, like could be a problem for your team and my team. Uh, he was talking about different stuff. Different He's stuff. talking about a joint coming in, fucking with this person. All of a sudden, she's fucking with another person in the bubble. Like it, all types of shit could go that. So many bad situations that could come from. I, oh my god. Yeah, it's so, uh, it's so many bad situations. I mean, I was thinking of scenarios like, okay, or what if you invite a chick to the bubble right and like she's once she's there she's there you know what i'm saying it's no coming right, go like, situation and it goes or like you know you you you, you did your thing you're good you know what i'm saying because imagine it's been what at this point two months right yeah. so it's like you're hungry and <laughs> that first meal is like hell yeah i can eat this meal for the next eight weeks and i haven't eaten in eight weeks right but then after that first week it's like oh shit i don't know like this isn't working out like, imagine the problems that that could cause if you're bubbled up with somebody that you don't want to be bubbled up with and they don't want to leave. I need 
<laughs> there goes the. That's when TJ Warren goes back to averaging 19 points on 40 percent shooting. <laughs> I need her credential stripped ASAP. Out. Get her out of here, bro. Out of here. That's it. It's not. It's not. It's gonna create problems, bro. Here we go. And, and another quote from uh, just to give a little more detail on uh, kind of what the players are allowed. Now, quote: Players are allowed one ticket per guest per playoff game, with an additional seat available to a thir- a child 32 inches or shorter. According to the memo, in trying to control bubble infect, uh, try to control infection in the bubble environment, family members won't be able to move outside the campus zone and go to Disney theme park. So they're going to be locked up either at the game or watching the game. Sounds like in their room or in the ca- cafeteria, whatever it is. But do, do your guests stay in the same room, or is it a situation where like you might fly two joints out and you got them in different <laughs> rooms? You got to sign that playoff ticket. Well, the, they, the problems they, the problems are abundant. the um well they said they had rooms they said they had what the 17 rooms or whatever like roped off or reserved per squad so yeah i mean it's a it's it's interesting you're 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 a lot more concerned than me oh i'm Um, very concerned because i know i know listen man come on bro you just you know know what what? you think this is gonna be this is gonna be all honest like oh i'm gonna invite my mother my girlfriend like no bro like Stop it, G. Like, people are going to try to do some wild. People are already trying to do wildness. People are going to start doing some wildness. Once they lack, yo, every time you give somebody an inch, they take a mile. You already know this. They've had no inches at all, right, so far. The second you give that inch, everybody's going to start trying to get a little bit loose with it. And, oh, who can I bring in? Maybe I can bring her in for week one and the next one in for week two. Let's go ahead and like fake like we've had a relationship. Photoshop the photos together. I hey Adam, I've known her for a while. You know what else I thought as you were reading that when they're like players are allowed. Players, I'm like okay, players are allowed that, but how many is Bron allowed? Like does Bron get does Bron get ten playoff tickets? You know <laughs> yeah. If, if, what if are the we'll, Bron rules? Well, we'll see in the second round when how many people got Lakers stuff on yeah, in the stands. You're going to see Bronny. You're going to see Bryce Maximus. You're going to see <laughs> you're gonna see the champ. How has Bron got five people? in the, You're going to see Rich Paul. Hey, 100% Rich Paul will be there. He's, he's already in the bubble. Without question. <laughs> Roaming the sidelines. Like, hey. Playoffs. Playoff Rich Paul. What we'll was that there. article we read last year where it was like, yeah, we went to a restaurant and then randomly Rich Paul happened to be eating at the same time? No, 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 no. It was they had a meeting and they went to the meeting and Rich Paul just happened to have the same table right next to them. And like they were like trying to like not they were like trying to like avoid him and like it was like some other it was like CAA had a meeting, and then Clutch Sports had the table right next to him. Yeah, Rich was like, oh, y'all eat here too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, bro. So, shout out Rich Paul. Shout out Rich Paul, man, doing his thing. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I see this going so bad, bro. I think once you introduce the other elements, even, bro, the situation can even, even if you're a regular dude and you're just bringing your regular, your wife and your kids, right. and that, the situation can just go bad. Naturally, you're going to get into an argument about something that's human nature. You have a great relationship. You get into an argument. You carry that into you with work, and it's just different, man. Like, I think that yeah. – um, and, like, again, I'm not going to be like, yo, you can't have them bring their families in because, obviously, that's it's easy for me to say. I don't have to deal with that. But I think you've had a really good situation this last month because you have had distracted – un distraction free situations again man you you start bringing in all these other elements even if it's not 
somebody's gonna do some wild shit, but even on the regular level, like it's just you got another situation to worry about. Now you're worried about your kids, you're worried about the homeschooling, yeah. like all that shit, man. Yeah, so it's a, it's like it, yeah, right. And Isn't it gonna be starting too? So it's like, oh. We got we to set up the classroom in the bubble. Your wife's going to be all stressed because she's doing the home. It's just right. Even yeah. if it's like under the surface, even if it's not like some some drama with some with some chicks that you're fucking around with, like yeah. everyday life could still creep in. But when before you were literally by yourself with the boys playing okay. ball, that's yeah, it. Play ball, go home, go to sleep, play some video games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, come on, man. Like Deion Waiters is going to have to bring someone into the bubble. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> so yeah we, we we will see because i will say this it will get out yeah oh yeah so, but like, you got that chris paul picture <laughs> like it will get out yeah so all right we'll leave the nba there i wanna we got to give some salutes out before we get out of here but are we uh oh you want to talk about your boy right i talk about my boy i mean we can't we can't break it down. on that topic while we're on the topic yes. of bringing people in and breaking the rules, <laughs> Seahawks rookie cornerback. What was his name? Do we have his name? I don't know his name. I think it and, was and, and that's actually part of the main story. On we don't even know who this. We don't know who this guy is. <laughs> his name so. is Kima Kima Siverand, undrafted rookie cornerback playing on a two thousand dollars signing bonus. Decided to try to sneak a situation into the hotel room. <laughs> situation. He went as far as to dress this young lady in Seahawks team gear <laughs> to make it appear that she was a Seahawks player. Something that was quickly spotted, you know what I mean, <laughs> and 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 foiled. And he was <laughs> and since, foiled. <laughs> and he was since caught and released by the team, and that will probably end his NFL dream. Because who tra- I, who no one, on him now? I think no, he got caught on cameras. Somebody got a trick though. Well, whoever's watching the camera, Chris. So Paul. she oh, so she made it all the way in. She got in and they have her on camera. They're like, Who is that? I think right. they're monitoring the situation because again, you cannot trust these dudes. Um <laughs> and and again, this is an undra like you want to talk about someone who has zero leverage, like the balls to pull this off in this situation when you are all we already talked about how hard it's gonna be for these undrafted dudes. Um right lack of padded practices and all that you really no preseason games gonna be hard for you to show this is your one shot you will not get signed by another you probably will not get signed again it's over with um and this is what you do like look man i'm all for it i'm all for a little bit of mischief i'm all for taking care of those situations because we all have needs and whatnot and all that but what i'm not for is fucking stupidity putting your teammates at risk right like it, it, that's it, it, regardless of all the other shit, putting your teammates at risk. If I'm a better, like, yeah, but if I'm a Russ, I'm like, he's gotta go. Hey, obey, he's gotta go. You know, like, <laughs> hey, hey, Seattle. hey, Seattle, oh, he's gotta yeah. go. Yeah, he's gotta go. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. Plus, it's like you add that all into the fact that you're trying to make the team. It's like this is not an individual that you want in your organization. He's selfish, he's gonna put himself before the team. And like, we're getting towards like where training camp is really in it. Hard knocks, all that shit has started. Like, we're in training camp. Right. And the team has you in the hotel to try to, you know, mitigate the risk and all that shit. And it's like, man, this is what you go ahead and do. Like, you're a clown, bro. Like, you're a clown. And then you try to dress her up in Seahawks gear. <laughs> like, you know you're wrong, but you went that far. My right. man, it's Pornhub.com. Her box must Pornhub. be crazy. That's the box. Pornhub.com. 15 minutes later, you're good, bro. In 10 minutes, whatever, five, it doesn't even matter. And you will, you still have a job. Yeah, facts. Foolish. I mean, look. 
the the they were trying. I heard people on uh, the national syndicates talking about does he deserve to get cut? This, that, and the third. I'm gonna tell you this is what I gotta say about it. He was gonna get cut anyway. This was just an excuse to cut him, or he was on the was, he was on the the fence about getting making the team in the first place. A first round, second round, third round pick is not getting cut in this spot. He's getting reprimanded. Something may happen to him. He was already going to be on. The, he's not good enough to be on the team anyway because they would have let. Yo, Pete Carroll, if you could play ball, Pete Carroll's not cutting you for no shit like this. See Lindell White. <laughs> like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah he, was running, he, was, he was running. Yeah, yeah, he's like Urban Meyer. Pete Carroll is not cutting you if you can really play for something like this. Yeah. This is a, this this would have been an old ball coach Pete Carroll convo like yo don't do no shit like that again how she look type shit yeah like you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. he, he, he was already on the fence for uh, about making the team in the first place that's that's why he doesn't have a job yeah. um funny story though really funny story yeah shout out to him okay. man yeah, figure something yeah, out. Yeah, I hope he gets another gig, man. He, you know, what I'm saying he. There's people have done a lot worse and got other chances, so I hope he gets another chance. Um, let's end the show on some salutes. Well, hold up. Yeah, boiling. Oh, we got to talk. We we'll give. We can just give a quick. We we've we've given you enough content on Jim Boylan okay. for, our to, for our thoughts to be understood on how we feel about him as yes. a head coach. Let's just say this: for a while there, it was looking like they weren't going to do anything. It was looking like we were going to go into 2020, 2021 with Jim Boylan as our head coach, and he was going to at least waste some part of our time next season before he was inevitably fired. The players didn't like it. The fans didn't like it. The media didn't like it. He's gone. Shout out AK, Arturis Karstadinovas, and Mark Mark Eversley for making that decision. Hopefully, we didn't wait too late. Um, You know, we can start looking at whatever coaches are going to come out of the bubble, who's on the open market. I don't really care. I don't care who we hire. We just had to get rid of that guy. People were not buying in. He was a clown. I couldn't take another press conference of guys play hard and that dumbass smile and all of that. I am going to miss the punchline that Jim Boylan was. Um, but other than that, man, good riddance. Like, bye. Yeah, facts. I. Uh, it had to happen. He's in over his head at the end of the day. He wasn't – he's not ready to be – an NBA coach. He was too hard line. He was too hard nosed. He did a lot of goofy shit. He made no adjustments when it came down to it. I've never seen someone make zero adjustments and be down 20, 30 points. <laughs> like it's it's truly mind boggling stuff. Um do you think he clocked out on his way out? <laughs> did he punch his own clock? Or he, it out. <laughs> or he took it down like oh man, like, I'm taking this shit. Y'all can't keep my clock. <laughs> Y'all not keeping my clock, man. <laughs> Eversley so, has a clown. So there uh yeah, I mean it had to happen. I'm excited. I, I I know what you mean when you say you don't care who they hire. Obviously we care, but it's like the first step is this guy had to get out of the way. Had to get out. It was all cloudy yeah. while he was there. Yeah, so I'm glad uh, I'm glad that's done. I- I'll even drop a quick little take on you. I was talking to one of my homies, and he mentioned because I was like, "Hey, who should I want?" You know what I'm saying? Like, who who should we want as the coach? And he threw out a name, and I was throwing out a couple of names, and then he threw out this name, and I was like, "I didn't know you could pick whoever you wanted." He said Jay Wright. He said y'all should try to go get Jay Wright. And I was even, like, "Well." 
Yeah, I mean, I yeah, like I would, I'd like to go to space tomorrow yeah, too. But yeah, like, I think the NBA has been on. He was a two national champion. NBA has been on his ass for a minute. But he also made a good point that he said, if going to get a college guy, is there any time to go do it? Yeah, it's true. It's right now, that's true. Actually, with, Jared, with Jared, as, many, as many as uh, many as many question marks is out there with with that type of stuff. So if you're gonna do it, this wouldn't be a bad time to do it. Um, but we'll see. Obviously, I, I was critical of Brad Stevens when he left when he left uh, Butler, and obviously that worked out great for him. He's going to be an NBA coach for the rest yeah, of his Billy life. Donovan. Donovan worked out great for him. Going to be an NBA coach for the rest of his life. Um, yeah, bring in somebody, man. Bring in someone who can relate, who can who can teach the players, but not in a way in which they're like, "Who the fuck is teaching us? And what's this guy talking about?" Right. I understand the need for discipline for somewhat of a disciplinarian, someone who has some authority, someone who's going to hold guys accountable. The Bulls absolutely need that. Not everything. That happened was Boylan's fault. And we never acted like everything that happened was Boylan's fault. Just like we don't act like everything that happens with the Bears is Mitch Trubisky's fault. But you cannot ignore these extremely important players in this equation. Yes. Just can't do it. So we've got one out, so make the right choice. This will be a huge hire for these guys. This will set the tone for the franchise going forward. Um, and, and I'm optimistic, man. We, we said we give these dudes a chance. Let's go ahead and give them a chance to make the right move. There you go. Let's close it out with a couple salutes. Quick, man. Popovich. Sal- salute Pop. They've made the play. Program. <laughs> salute Pop. They've been in the playoffs. What? They, 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 the streak ended every year yeah. since 97. 24 straight, 20, 23 Was it 97 or 98? 97. 97. They've been in the playoffs every year since 97. Salute to Greg Popovich. That is. That is literally almost impossible to do. Modern sports are free, especially yeah. in the NBA in a small market. It's it's almost impossible to do. So shout out uh shout out Popovich for that. Mookie Betts hit three home runs. He's done it him. he's done it six times. <laughs> like I, I I don't think that that was a typo that I read. Or let me let me actually double let me actually double check that really quick. But Mookie Bet hit three home runs, and he's trying to earn that money. Oh, and I'm not gonna pretend to be Mister Baseball, but I still I understand it was finances, but I still don't understand if you're if the Boston Red Sox and you, as far as I know, you print money. Uh, why you had to trade this guy? Yeah, six 20, times. 20, Twenty-five years old, Robert. He's like twenty-five, right? Uh, I think he might be a little older than that, but. He's young for baseball. Like he's he's the baseball version of twenty five. He's a stud, and you let him walk out the door. They traded him. Yeah, yeah. So he's hit six. Home, he's hit. He's hit three home runs six times. Yeah, that's that's like insane. Oh, see that throw he made last week too. Of course. Oh my god. So salute to Mookie Betts. Salute to black baseball players in general. Black baseball players. Just, <laughs> hey, just because we don't do it enough, shout out TA. Shout out to uh, Anderson. Yeah, yeah, monster. Shout out TA. Shout out uh, Jason Hayward. And shout out Jay. Shout out friend of the program, Jay Hay. And uh, yeah. TA, uh, TA talks that talk too. He's not here for none of that. None of that shit. None of, none that of it, bro. Shit. None of that goofy shit. We gotta get TA. We gotta get TA on. If anybody has the TI plug or whatever, man, TA like let them know. Big, big, big friend of the program. Yeah, we gotta get <laughs> we gotta get TA on the show. Um, hey. <laughs> Salute you, Darvish. Episode Cubs, second man in the rotation. Had a no-hitter through almost uh, almost through six and three-thirds, I believe. 
or two thirds yesterday, almost to the seventh. Um, he has been dealing balls coming out of his hands differently. Looks like he's out in Los Angeles again. This is the guy that we paid for. Um, I know you're going to have something smart to say. Yeah, no, this but- is definitely the guy that you guys paid for in 2018, man. So I'm really, <laughs> I'm really happy. You know, I, I just wish I was in a position to start my job two years after I was hired, man. That's great. And I got the money already. This is great, man. Shout out to you, Darvish, man. I'm happy that maybe playing in a, in a place where there's no fans and no pressure. He's kind of like the he's like the TJ Warren of MLB right now. Anyway, you know, so Saru, let me take the mic from this guy before he goes off the, <laughs> before he starts going crazy. Uh, salute you, Darvish. Boy's been dealing. He's three and one. The Cubs are 13 and three and absolutely rolling. They um, are. I will so give we, him that. Shout out David Ross for real because I, I panned that hire. I got yeah. really panned that hire, and it's clear that they just weren't listening. Like, Joe Madden's got to look like a clown. Like, they just were not listening to that, man. Yeah, it was just deaf ears. Amazon road trips and shit, man. People don't want to listen to that shit anymore. Once they get a little <laughs> bit of bread. A little bit of a ring and a little bit of bread, yeah. No, I'm good. It's tough. So, sh- salute, salute Popovich, salute Mookie, salute you, Darvish. That's it for No Catch-Up Sports Talk via Chicago. Friday, what is it, August 14th. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. No Catch-Up is on there. Lock in, tell a homie. No Catch-Up Sports Talk via Chicago. Let's get it.